0: Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Coming at you on a Wednesday night. Following quite the wild uh, dynamite. Uh, Some of it seemed a little, I, I hate to use, I hate to, I'll say this, I hate to overuse the word wonky. But there were some parts of this show that came off a little wonky. Um, but we'll get to that. Before we dive into thing, you know what to do, folks. Make sure you smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. If you're on Team Twitch, you can cheer bits. You can sub. You can do all that lovely stuff on Team Twitch. Team YouTube, you know what to do. Make sure you smash that like button. Like I said, super chats and super thickers, of course, are open. Uh, make sure you check out the links in the description. Get yourself some new fall merch. Lots of um, lots of hoodies, lots of long sleeve tees, sweatshirts. Even like the light terry sweatshirts are in there. For any sex, unisex. Um, Mr. Fretz, what's up? How you doing? Says he's gonna be at Dynamite in Toronto in two weeks. The Canadian debut of AEW. Nice Courtney, thank you so much for the super sticker. And it's a wink. Oh, it's a wink. <laughs> Thank you, Courtney. Much love, much love. Um, gosh, I had some news. Let me let me quick jump into the old WrestleZone page and just see if there's anything last minute. Oh, it looks like. Uh, in MLW news, there's going to be, uh, Willie Mack is going to be, he. well, he either made his debut or he's making his debut. He's facing Calvin Tankman. All right. Well, one thing I know I can report on, but once again, I want you to, Take some. Sometimes you got to take news like this with a grain of salt because we know what happened last time when he came out with news like this. Juice Robinson announced in he he did this in a an interview with. Uh, Justin Brasso of Sports Illustrated. So I don't know if that makes any difference compared to last time when he said he was taking a break and he was stepping away from from New Japan. And then all of a sudden, that weekend, he showed up and joined the Bullet Club and became rock hard. (laughs) Juice Robinson, I I still can't get over that. I just, oh man, it sounds like such an 80s or 90s. Um the gimmick name, but uh he, he has the charisma to carry that, so I'm not really complaining, it's just something that you didn't see coming out of anywhere. At least I didn't. Um, so it says, uh, I'll read a portion of this. It says, I am no longer representing New Japan, says Juice Robinson, and I want to be clear: I carried that new Japan flag for seven years. Seven years, since 2015. I've got no unfinished business there. I sang that song and I danced that dance and we've gone our separate ways. That's in the rear view mirror. I'm totally free right now. I'll fight whoever, wherever, and whenever I want, as long as it's the right match against the right opponent on the right night of the week. Dynamite is the hottest show. I am wrestling their champ on the high, hottest night of the week in wrestling. This is the biggest match of my career, and I'm ready for that. Of course, stating that before his uh, championship match tonight on AEW Dynamite versus the AEW champion, John Moxley. We'll get into the meat and potatoes of that Uh a little later. Um, so, <laughs> yes, Courtney, we can talk about that. I just saw the clip and it's, it's always funny when they do stuff like this. So the uh, we're going to jump over to impact wrestling stuff right now, quickly. Um. So uh, it says, yeah, <laughs> to quote Courtney here, Masha and Ellie catch, locked in for the monsters ball match tomorrow so yeah so they they put them in uh they put them in the dark no food no water no sunlight um for 24 hours before their um their monsters ball match and that that's part of the stipulation is to get them focused and get them in that monster mood i guess so um but here's the thing, uh, <laughs> Masha is a monster, so I don't know if that's gonna, <laughs> you know, if that's really gonna hinder her at all or what. Um, but that is, I, I'd like to think that that's headlining tomorrow. I don't know if it is or not. It should if it isn't, but I'd love to see. Um, and it's and that's uh, Ali catches. Uh, debut, I believe, on Impact Wrestling. Now, I've seen her wrestle a bunch. I know she's been all over the indies for years. I know that much. I haven't seen all of her stuff, but what I have seen is her AAW stuff in Chicago. and She was being managed by the one, the only, John, capital E, period, Bravo. So it only makes sense that with her talent... And him standing by her side for, you know, X amount of times watching her that he was eventually going to bring her into impact wrestling. Now, I certainly hope this is the beginning of many visits for Allie Catch as, uh, Max the Impaler from last week, Max did great. Um. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, pick Your Poison matches are always somewhat unpredictable, especially now this is going to be in a Monsters Ball match. It'll be very exciting. Um, so, so yeah, super stoked for that. Uh, let me quick see what else there is here on the news pages. I saw something interesting. Hang on a second. Page is loading. Thank you. Report from... Oh, okay. Well, a couple things I'm noticing here. All right, um, quick, open this up in another tab so we're not opening up pages several times. Reap says report. I don't know where this is a report from. Oh, PW Insider. Okay, per Mike Johnson of PW Insider. Carl Fredericks. You might know him. He is a guy that graduated from the New Japan Dojo within the last year or so. Uh, he was seen at a WWE Performance Center earlier this week. Fredericks came up through the New Japan LA Dojo, and he graduated from the Young Lions system in 2020. Okay, 2020. He had been featured a New New Japan strong until he left the company in August when he chose not to re-sign with the company. That's that's really taking a chance on yourself right there. That really is. Following the expiration of his contract, in recent months, Fredericks has competed for UWN and West Coast Pro. Additionally, Johnson noted that WWE closed the performance center for the day on September 28th due to safety concerns uh, stemming from Hurricane Ian, which is currently making landfall in Florida. And by the way, everyone in in Florida, anybody watching this, please, or anybody even surrounding Florida, please stay safe, take cover, do what you got to do. This is a doozy from what I'm hearing. I mean, that's like the finger of God rolling through the state. Be careful out there. Uh the company has also postponed two live events in Florida this week. So um, so yeah, there, there's a guy, Carl Fredericks, and I've seen a, a handful of matches of his over the course of the last year. He's uh he's he's good, he's betting on himself. He uh he looks like a young star, he really does. <clears throat> so we'll see, we'll see where he goes. Um I don't know if he's getting a tryout. Um, Who knows? Who knows? Um, You know, rubbing elbows with the right people. It's what you got to do, right? Um, I was hoping he'd uh, come knocking on the impact doors, but this guy obviously has bigger goals. So we'll see that. Um, All right. What else here? Um, Oh, Okay, report Soraya has a three-year contract with AEW. Let's open up that one real quick. I don't know how many details is really going to be this. Oh, this is courtesy of Fightful. Oh, we know how how that is. Um. So she debuted last week at Grand Slam. Sean Rossap, a fightful reporter the AEW, had interest in her as far back as July. Well, that's that's a no-brainer. That's not really news. Uh, uh, Yeah so she's she's signed for 3 years it's it largely implies she'll be wrestling in some capacity as of this writing it's not known whether she has been cleared to compete though she is advertised to speak at the September 20th and we'll get to that too um talent in the company put in a good word for the former wwe star though one source stated she probably didn't need it because the company was interested in her anyway well there you go um so i mean yeah that definitely is a sign that she um open up a couple of these real quick and then we'll jump into Dynamite. Um, yeah, she is a big name. I mean, she really doesn't need help, but obviously if she is able to wrestle, wrestle, and she's training with said people backing her up, then of course that's going to put a good word in for her too. Thank you, Justin, for the super sticker. Much love, brother. Good evening to you. Who else is in here? Paul, my favorite nephew's in here. Fellas, in here. Good evening. Good evening, Terence Sullivan. <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll have to. We we got to just stay patient with this. Uh, patient with this. Excuse me. Um, I thought we were gonna get something tonight, but. Um, You know, because as soon as it says, oh, so-and-so debuted last week and this week they're talking, doesn't mean they're explaining everything out there, you know? Um, It's not like when, you know, CM Punk came back and there were challenges thrown out there right away. So, no, it's (laughs) – but she is ruffling some feathers. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, What else? Impact Wrestling, some Bound for Glory news. They announced the Call Your Shot Gauntlet. Winner gets to call their shot for any title in Impact Wrestling at any time, any place. Wow. Wow. And some of the names... Let's see here. Let me quick jump on the Impact news page because it should in all... Should in theory be on here. Here we go. Who else will enter the call your shot gauntlet? Okay, so earlier today, uh, looked like uh, PCO was looked like PCO was the first. Uh, Rich Swan, Giselle Shaw, and Heath have all been entered into the gauntlet leading into the big event. That's coming. Holy crap, is that next Friday? Next Friday, Albany, New York. Bound for glory. That's, and that's all, that's a loaded, that's a loaded Friday. Holy cow. I mean, you're going up against, um, whether you're watching or not, it's still, it's, there's a lot going on. You know, the, the wrestling world's buzzing right now with, depending on what you're watching, there's something for everyone. Um there's going to be a rampage going on smackdown of course uh so majority of the show is going head-to-head with smackdown so um but i get why they're why they're doing this schedule you do it on a friday night you're going to get more people coming into town you do the following day tapings which is saturday you're going to get a better chance of getting people in for a show on Saturday for the tapings, as opposed to staying late on a Sunday when people got to work the next day. So it's smart. It's, it's brave, but it's also smart. I, I like the way they're doing this. So who do you, I mean, that's, that's some good names going in there. A lot of people already picking PCO for this one. Um, Oh, Courtney says there's also an NXT show going to be on, too. My goodness. Wow, what a what a loaded day. Something for everyone, you know. I'm certainly not going to watch it all, but I'm going to watch some of it, you know. Uh, and we'll be covering it over, and over on T&I. The um, the impact portion of 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 course we're not going to cover SmackDown on TNI just so you know uh, <laughs> just in case you were wondering folks uh, <laughs> just in case you're new here um, all right so that's the call shot Kotlin. Uh, Last but certainly not least, um, this one caught my eye. Headline says, Mercedes Vernado is no longer Sasha Banks on social media. Hmm. On September 28th, many fans noticed that Vernado changed her Twitter handle from Banks to her real name. Banks is still included in her Twitter bio. Banks and Naomi walked out May 16th. Uh, Episode of Raw reportedly due to creative frustrations, blah, 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 blah. We all know that. Um, Huh? Yeah, she's Mercedes Vernado. I don't. I'm not sure what exactly what it did say before, so I guess it said something about that. Who knows? But they've still been hanging uh, tight together, Naomi and uh, Sasha, and they st- neither one has uh, returned to WWE yet. Triple H, I mean, I'd like to think that they are going to return given the, you know, the feeling in the air at a WWE event. And I'm uh, thinking big picture as in the locker room certainly feels better than it used to be, I'm sure, to many people. Um, so (laughs) fella in the chat is putting his foot down as far as what he will be watching next Friday. He says F the rest. Yes, I, I understand. Take it easy. Take it easy. It's fine. You can f the rest. All right. Uh, so. So, so, yeah, that's about it as far as current stuff here. Um, so, yeah. Lots of little tidbits in the news. Glad I looked. Glad I looked. All right. So, tonight's AEW Dynamite starts out with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society coming out, all dressed in purple, even a little bit of choreography, everyone turning around and then turning around. It's, yeah. So, yeah, they, they're looking slick. They're all wearing the, the not the, well, I was going to say a three-piece suit. It's not really a three-piece suit. More like a two-piece suit. You got your pants, you got your jacket, and whatever underneath the jacket. You know, women had a bra, and that's about it. Guys, nothing. Unless you're that one guy from 2.0 with the suspenders—I can't think of his name. Someone will come up with it in the chat. Um, so <laughs> then, in fact, uh, my wife Tracy was watching it with me. I was like, "Oh, I bet you want that suit. It's all purple." She goes, "No," and like her favorite color is purple, and I was like. So really? You don't want that suit? I'm like, I even want that suit. That suit is badass.
1: I don't know where the hell I'd wear it. Maybe
0: I'd wear it on here. I don't know, but that was badass. Um, so he's out there talking, and uh, then he gets interrupted. Uh, oh, he starts talking to uh, Daniel Garcia, and they're kind of he's kind of clear in the air with him. And then all of a sudden, he gets interrupted by Brian Danielson. And, and Brian Danielson even says the line something to the effect of, uh, Would you? Oh, no. Daniel Garcia said this, I believe. He said, So, would you like me to have a tag match, uh, have a tag team match with uh, Brian Danielson on, on my team? And the, the crowd went crazy. They went absolutely Crazy. Okay, Courtney says it's Cool Hand Angelo Parker. Yeah, that's a mouthful. I'm never going to remember that. I'm I'm lucky. I wrote down. Um, da- what the hell did I write down here? Daddy. Daddy Magic. Daddy Magic is the other guy. Matt Menard. I was like, man, the the nicknames are coming up with these guys. Oh, they're hilarious. I love them. I love them. It's just you know you can only remember so many names at one at once, and my brain is struggling with you know three hundred fifty people on the roster. It's hard. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the funny, I think the funniest part is when. Um, in, the, in this whole confrontation here, Daniel Garcia knocks out the pizza guy that they brought in because they got pizza and they're like, No one's getting pizza. No, we're not sharing. It's all ours. And I was like, Damn it. Now I would just want pizza. That's the way my brain is, you know? It's like, I start talking about pizza and my tummy goes, What? Someone's, someone say pizza? My wife was watching right now. She'd probably be laughing her ass off. She's like, "Yep, it's exactly what he do." Um. (laughs) So, uh, so that leads to Brian Danielson getting a match with Daddy Magic Matt Menard, which was actually really good. Um, they gave this one some time. Brian Danielson won, but um, it just it goes to show that the 2.0 guy. I know they don't call him 2.0, but that's just a quick and quick and easy way for uh, for me to remember him. The 2.0 guys are very good, very underrated. Promo, promo wise, and in the ring. Uh, I'm glad they are part of the roster. I'm glad they're part of the the J A S. Pizza. oh his name oh his name is pizza primo is, is that his name I, I thought it was Luigi Because it's, 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 god he looked actually he looked like Luigi on crack i mean he got all in the, the camera and he's spinning his dough and he's he's looking like this and his 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 mustache is all curly and i'm like oh what's what's up with this guy he debuted a few weeks ago and got his like ass handed to him so is that the, that is that is that the guy's gimmick We knock out the pizza guy. This poor son of a bitch. Jeez Louise. But it was a good match between. uh, uh, Someone get me a pizza. Brian Danielson versus Matt Menard. Yeah. Fun match. Brian wins. Uh, Then we get Wheeler. Well, we get the announcement that MJF is going to be next addressing the crowd. Um, but Wheeler Yuta stomps down to the ring with a purpose. He is just marching. And he uh, <laughs> he gets in the ring, and he's, he's actually caught in a decent promo. Wheeler Yuta is not known for his promos. But, hey, it's great that he had the opportunity here to do it. Um, I mean, obviously, people are going to get more excited about MJF because, you know, that's – that's when that that's when that demographic wakes up and goes, oh, MJF is on TV. Oh, oh, oh. You know, it's like it's like instant eggplant. You know, you get it. Um, <laughs> get out the manscape. Anyways, uh, so Willer Yuta is out there and he challenges MJF. MJF, uh, of course, says no. We'll do this next week on the one-year anniversary in uh, Washington, D.C. The, the, the lovely town of Washington, D.C. Uh, <laughs> Bell's boy, good evening. Ring of Jericho? That's right. It is. Yeah, it's no more Ring of Honor. It's Ring of. It's the Ring of Jericho era. That's that's what they're calling it now. Uh, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm surprised it took him a week to come up with that because that just sounds like something that just they'd come up with like, like as soon as he won the belt, it's the Ring of Jericho era. Of course it is. Of course it is. <clears throat> All right. So next, um, we get Moxley versus Juice robinson i i was a little surprised that this didn't headline but um i guess you know you 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 see where the pecking order is in uh aew here um obviously trying to beef up the importance of the ring of honor and putting uh jericho in the main event with a guy like bandito and and no no complaints about that we'll get to that match when we get to it but um you know you, you put you put mocks and juice all over the the social medias but then you also put up a social media poster along with Jericho and bandito so honestly if you think about it it's it's, like, it's a toss-up as far as what's going to headline. But, of course, I love Moxley. He's one of my favorites. But I also love Jericho, so it's like, yeah, whatever. It's a coin toss. I'm sure they, you know, suplexed each other over and over and until they got a winner. So, <laughs> so we got Moxley. Uh, the, now, this wasn't for the title. This is a – what do they call it? An, an Eliminator match so that if Juice wins – he gets a chance at the title the following week, or probably when he wants to. Uh, Bells Boy, thank you. Uh, God bless J Bone and rest in peace, Coolio. Well, thank you, Bells Boy. And yes, rest in peace, Coolio. Can we talk about how cool Coolio was? Um, I know I'm probably dating myself here, and I know a majority of my audience is pretty young. Um, some of you are closer to my age and not judging. Um, but yeah, man, when, when Coolio came out now, I, I wasn't as as much into gangster's paradise as I was into his first single. Um, Oh, what the hell was that? I saw it and someone shared it in the discord. What the hell was that? Fantastic voyage or whatever the hell it was called. Um I forget. I think it was yeah, Fantastic Rider, Fantastic Voyage, whatever it was called. I love that song. I used to crank that all the time. You had a you had a mix of the classic funkadelic with a little bit of rap and a little bit of hip-hop. Man, it, the guy wasn't even 60. <clears throat> Courtney says Coolio was your era's M&M for the youngins. I don't know if I'd call him that. My era's Eminem was Vanilla Ice, so no, Coolio wasn't that. But he was fun. He was fun. He had a yeah, he had goofy hair. I mean, he got so big that Weird Al took his music and made it a parody. Which I guess Coolio didn't like that too much, but um but nonetheless. Uh rest in peace, Coolio man. Um, I guess died of a heart attack, I think, um, at his friend's house. Very sad. Very sad. But uh but thank you, Bell's boy. Thank you for the super super chat. Bell's boy says fantastic. Okay, so it's fantastic voyage. All right. Primetime says, didn't know Coolio passed. Well, yeah, it was announced tonight. Yeah. So just not too long ago. Gangsta's Paradise was my love. I'm in my I'm in my 50s. Okay. So you're okay. So you're a hair older than me, but you you know the music then. Yeah. So yeah, rest in peace, Coolio. Um okay, so Moxley and Juice Robinson are next. It's not for the title, but it's a lim- an eliminator match. So if Juice loses, he's eliminated. He doesn't get another chance. Um, I was excited for this, and they made a big deal out of this because Juice is the only one who's uh, only one of two people who's beat Mox this year, apparently. They didn't mention the other one. Uh, <laughs> Whose name shall not be mentioned. Uh, we still have no clue what's going on with Punk. Um, he's injured. We know that. They just uh, he he was what was it? He was looked like he was sitting in a park in public, smiling next to some young lady, and got some young lady got a was very happy in getting a picture next to CM Punk. Um, and he had some kind of mechanical contraption all up and down his arm looked very uncomfortable uh i do not wish him or anyone that kind of stuff whether you like the guy or not i don't wish that on him so uh we'll we'll probably see him come back to wrestling next spring if if we're that lucky um but anyways moxley versus juice uh i, I really like this match this uh, this match got a little bloody, of course, uh, um, and uh, they they gave this match some good time too. But Juice, man, you, if you don't pay much attention to like New Japan stuff, um, you forget how big of a guy Juice is, and he's he's a, a he's. You put him nose to nose with Mox, he's a hair taller than him. He's Juice is a big boy, uh, very athletic, very charismatic. Uh, I've really come to enjoy Juice, especially when he was tagging with, um, ah, uh, shoot, uh, Finley in, um, in Impact, you know, going back and forth with the titles, the tag titles and stuff. So, um, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jaybird is feeling like a young boy now. No, I'm I'm not. I wish I was. I wish I was. No, I'm 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 feeling my age. I'm in my late 40s. Um, Prime Time says they say Juice is a free agent. Yes, yes, and they did mention that quite a few times during the match that he is a free agent. So basically, this I, I don't know if you call this a tryout. I don't know if he signed. I kind of quickly looked at. Tony Khan's uh, socials on Twitter right before I went live here just to see if there was any, oh, by the way, so-and-so is all elite post, referring to Juice Robinson. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, would I would I like to see him spend more time in Impact Wrestling? Absolutely. But obviously, if he's not a part of New Japan, he's not going to be a part of the Bullet Club. So that's one minus... For the Bullet Club, actually two minus within the last few days because now Hikaleo apparently is gone now too. Hikaleo went to the... um to go uh, become with the... Uh, oh, what the hell? The G.O.D. guys. Tonga, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa, those guys. Yeah, he joined them. He turned on... Um, switchblade so um but yeah so he's a free agent and it's i don't know it's it, you think it's a slam dunk that he's just gonna join aew and be with his fiance, tony storm but i don't know We'll we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see what he does and nothing's the way he's been on his socials and talking about, oh I'm'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm leaving here. No, I'm coming back and now I'm a free agent and well, I don't know, do, do we believe Juice or not? We'll see. So um, but yeah, great match between Mox and Juice Robinson. Mox wins and then uh, hangman Adam Page comes stomping out quite angrily. Wearing a Dolly Parton shirt. I never seen anybody so mad in my life and so serious wearing a Dolly Parton shirt. That just, man, I mean, that's that that's a sign of a true man when you can show how serious you are, get in another man's face, and have the confidence, the confidence, the cojones. In my professional podcasting opinion. To have a guy like this be that serious and wear a pink Dolly Parton shirt. God bless Hangman and Page. Uh, So he gets in the face of Moxley. Oh, man. And uh, they get nose to nose for a minute. They exchange some words uh, to themselves. Or to each other, you know, that you know not not on a mic and then uh Hangman backs away so I guess Hangman is going to face him Hangman is going to face Mox in Mox's hometown in a few weeks, I believe. Is that how it's going? I believe that's how it's going. And then um while all this is happening, MJF is up in the box like last week with his, you know, poker chip and he's he's, he's he's like, both you guys are wrestling each other to lose because, you know, that I can catch this in at any time and I'm going to win and you're going to lose and blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, Yuta's behind him and the crowd's just eating this up. They're like, oh, my God, Yuta's finally going to get his hands on him because he couldn't earlier because of security and MJF's boys coming out and all that. So, Yuda gets his hands on MJF, clobbers the hell out of him, probably busted a few seats up there. Um, I'm just quick checking the chat here. So, all right. Um... All right, so yeah, so Yuta attacks MJF in a luxury box. All I put next to that was LOL. Next, we got uh, Soraya. Soraya coming out. By the way, that is how you pronounce her name is, Soraya, not Soraya, not whatever. I don't know. They said a bunch of different things, but it's Soraya. Uh, And she came out there and she said, I am the revolution. She's like, I was the revolution somewhere else and I'm still the revolution. I am the revolution. And she said something to the effect of that. She's still kind of banged up, but she'll be ready to go soon. Or she said something to that effect. So um, it looks like she is, it looks like she's, gonna get cleared soon if she hasn't been already um and she, and notice she hasn't had any contact with anyone she's she got in Britt Baker's face in passing her today but no one took a cheap shot at anyone um So, so this, so it's it's great seeing Soraya, the former WWE page in AEW. When nothing physical happened last week, it kind of left a, it just it left a giant question mark, and this week is like oh. Well, she's gonna have the mic, she'll explain what's going on, what she can do, what she can't do. Maybe, maybe we'll get some answers. We really didn't get any answers. She said something to the effect of she wants to make an impact in the AEW women's division, and it basically sounds like she really wants to help it along, you know, because it has been struggling. Not that there hasn't been good women in the division, but the booking of it hasn't been insanely exciting. There's been some good matches and we've talked about them on here, but it's, um, you know, ever since the the great Panini over the course of the last few years, it hasn't done it any favors. And, um, yeah, and there's, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's little stories of some, uh, unhappiness going on in the locker room. Uh, and always, people just take that with a grain of salt. Never, never buy that stuff unless you hear it from the, the person's mouth. And I haven't heard anything out of anybody's mouth, honestly. Uh, and if I've missed it, point me in the right direction. But uh, <laughs> but um, so she calls a bunch of the ladies out, and um, uh, who who comes out? So t- so Tony Storm leads a bunch of ladies out. It's um. Oh, I can't think of that new girl from Chicago. She she's a former AEW Women's uh, AAW Women's Champ. Is it is it Ro- Roxy Blue? No, no, that's a band. Um, it's something blue. Rosie Blue, so, something blue. Sky Sky Blue. Blue Sky Sky Blue. Whatever her name is, she comes out there. Madison Rains out there. Um uh the you uh, know well, Wild Women of Wrestling's former um <laughs> critical sting. There he pops up. There he is, sky blue. Thank you. Uh <laughs> I knew somebody was gonna react to that. Um the uh uh Nightingale, I can't think of her full name. She's formerly eye candy from uh Wild Women of Wrestling. She's got the big poofy pink hair she's i love her willow nightingale thank you courtney yeah so and then and then uh hater and rebel come out with uh brit baker because they of course they have to interrupt soraya and um then another girl was out there that i didn't recognize and it was like oh that's uh penelope ford uh slash saban uh i didn't recognize her she had her hair all done done up in braids and had some kind of crazy David Bowie makeup on or something. Um, they barely recognized her it took me a second. so um, so then um, so okay so primetime is asking here is she like a, a commission a commissioner for the women's division? I think, well, she did make the comment that uh, that she finally has a boss that listens to her. So I think she wants to help. It sounds like she wants to help Tony run the women's division, but I don't think that's going to be her main job. Um, obviously, she wants to make changes, and then she talked about the, the match that was going to happen out there was going to be a lumberjack match or you know in this case with the women out there the guys kind of corrected themselves shortly into the match calling it a lumberjill match um it was tony storm versus serena deep so but but the whole thing leading up to the match just felt kind of wonky and that's what i was talking about earlier when i mentioned the word wonky that the segment just didn't it, i'm not going to say it completely fell flat of course it's all a matter of opinion i don't know there's probably going to be you know a bunch of people out there saying no it completely fell flat well no it was it was nice to hear saraya talk she admitted she was visibly nervous because she hadn't been in front of a crowd in a long time but her charisma carried it through, which was nice to see. She recovered nicely, but then she's interrupted, and she really didn't spit a lot out. You know, we really didn't get the answers that we were looking for. So that remains to be seen. We got to wait. We got to be. We got to stay patient. And that's. I know that's hard as wrestling fans. You know, people people want their shit five minutes ago when it comes to wrestling. You know, it's, I want to know yesterday. So. <laughs> We have to wait. Um, But she got in Britt Britt Baker's face, so that tells me that she's going to have a match with Britt Baker. I'm going to throw out a guess, complete guess here, that we're going to see Britt Baker versus Soraya at full gear. Now, that's complete speculation, okay? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't know if Soraya is ready for in-ring competition. But if she is, that's how I'd do it. Like, you're going to throw her in? Throw her in with the big fish. Throw her in with one of the leading ladies of the AEW women's division, Britt Baker. And, of course, this was her town. So maybe giving her the mic tonight was not the greatest idea when you're trying to put over someone new, I mean, people are excited for Soraya. That's visible. But they, this town also loves their Britt Baker. That's where she's from. It's because they call it Brittsburg. So, um, I don't know. Her neck of the woods. But, anyways. So, yeah, yeah. See, Bell's boy here says the whole segment fell flat. Yeah, see? Because and then uh Britt Baker took the attention off of Soraya, then focused it on Tony Storm, telling her off, saying that Serena D was gonna come down and beat her. I'm like, why did that happen? You know, I didn't get that. So then Soraya is just standing there like, okay, now we're we're not talking to me anymore. You're going to talk to someone else? Like, that just, that didn't help the situation at all. So, um. (laughs) <laughs> Fella says, please sell me one good page promo at WWE. There is none. Well, okay, so I'm not gonna tell you one off the top of my head. She's been on the shelf since 2017, dude. Go look, go look up her promos. They're not bad, she's different. Paige is a different breed, okay? Paige is a different breed. She she came from the class where there was. Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Bailey. She was the the leading charge of that whole bunch right there, okay? So don't tell me that she can't cut a promo. Is she rusty? Yeah. If you don't believe it, go look, dude. I'm just saying. And it's all subjective. You can love her. You can hate her. Whatever. But don't say she can't cut a promo, dude. Come on. Um, so she says, I am the revolution. Um, so yeah, let me, let me know in the comments. Did did you like this segment? Did you feel like it kind of went off the rails a little? Uh, but nonetheless, then this leads to, uh, Tony storm, um, versus Serena deep for the AA uh, excuse me, a, I was talking about AAW so much, I screwed it up. AEW, women's uh, title, which this was very good. I mean, this this at several points during the match made, made it feel like Serita D was uh, just really on top of her game. She was really good. Just twisting each other up in a, into a pretzel. It was crazy. Um, somewhere in here, I didn't write it down, but there was a segment in here where, uh, the acclaimed got interviewed and that, what, next week for the anniversary, they're, they're going to have a big, uh, national scissor me daddy day or something. There's going to be national scissor day or something. I don't know. But, uh, cause everybody loves the acclaimed. So, um. Uh, I was hoping to get an end ring segment, but uh, maybe we'll get one on Rampage with them. We'll see. See, yeah, see, see, fella, you're getting, you're getting outnumbered here, dude. But like I said, it's all subjective. It's all, it's all a matter of opinion. So. Um, Ricky Starks then has, like, a 10-second match with uh, Eli Isom. Now, they said here that he is um, part of the former regime of Ring of Honor. Um, And then as as the match is going on, (laughs) Excalibur says something to the effect of, uh, hey, maybe uh, he'll... uh, you know, impress the, the, the important people in the back. And as he's saying this, the match ends. It's like, so no, no, that's not going to impress anyone. When you, when you put Ricky Starks out there at a 10 second match against Eli Isom. And I, I know I've seen Eli Isom stuff in ring of honor, you know, probably somewhere within the last few years. I don't, I don't remember it, you know, that wasn't the name that stuck out at all for me. So, Primetime says Swerve and Lee should win the belts back. Huh. Very interesting. I think there's some issues between uh, Swerve and Lee that have to get ironed out first, though. So it sounds like there's something something off there. they didn't even appear together. It was just Keith Lee. So, but uh, but yeah, so uh, Ricky Starks beats Eli Isom in a squish, and then we have uh, <clears throat> the world championship match, the Ring of Honor, oh, sorry, Ring of Jericho title match, <laughs> Jericho versus Bandito. Uh, they gave this a nice amount of time, too, that was great to see. Uh, bandito wearing a white mask and like halfway through you started to see blood stains come through the mask and pretty soon the whole lower half of the mask was b- blood stained um no i wasn't like to the point where the mask was like soaked and dripping but it was stained and it really it made you feel for him because it's like you know that you know, he got he got punched in the nose or something by Jericho. He was pretty sure you saw it on the apron when they were going back and forth, and he 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 popped him pretty good right in the nose. And I'm guessing that was when it happened. I could be wrong, but hey, that's that's wrestling. I'll say it before I'll say it again. It ain't ballet. You know, sometimes you just you move, you move a hair and Oh, I didn't mean to bop you in the nose, but, oops, now your nose is flowing red. Um... Oh, Bell's boy says, says, Soraya's nephew, uh, Ricky Knight Jr., recently beat Will Ospreay a few weeks ago for Will's British heavyweight title. Huh, wow. Now, is that the Rev Pro title? Is that what I'm thinking of, or is that something else? I know there's like a a British heavyweight title that's been floating around the indies and stuff that Will's been probably wearing. So, So, but nonetheless, uh, this match was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, It reminded me of how fun it was to see Bandito in Chicago when I went to go see uh, the Impact tapings for, oh, what the hell was that? Uh, Emergence? I think it was Emergence in Chicago, the two-day taping. That was a lot of fun. That had a lot of Lucha Libre, man, between... High flying stuff like Trey Miguel, um, Laredo Kid, Bandito. I mean, it was it was a lot of Lucha Libre. So I'm I'm a little I'm a little surprised that Tony Khan hasn't scooped this guy up. That's not to say it won't happen, but. You know, sometimes pe- other people don't see what we see. You know, uh, not every fan sees the same thing. Um, I don't know. I w- we'll have to wait and see. But man, this match was good. It really made you feel a few points in the match that uh, Bandito was gonna beat Jericho because. For a while, you start thinking, I'm like, well, wh- why in the hell would they have Jericho win? And it's a great storyline. You know, he's, and it, we found out at the very end what his thing with is with, you know, he's going to basically completely redefine the whole Ring of Honor thing. He's going to destroy it one champion at a time. So, like, in a few weeks or whatever, he's supposed to face Brian Danielson. So he's going to take him out. He's going to take out every um, referee, former champ, and he turns to Bobby Cruz, he says, and announcer, and gives him a Judas effect. <laughs> man, Bobby Cruz, I don't think I've ever seen him take a – maybe I've seen him take a bump before, but if I have, I don't remember it very well, apparently. Um, man, <laughs> he, he took a Judas effect pretty damn good. So, um, you know, it's like, oh, he's disgusting. He has no honor, blah, 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 blah. You know, fill in all the blanks there. So, uh, Primetime says, I hope AEW makes him and Juice Robinson all elite. Yeah, I mean, they're talented enough. You'd like to see their talent on a big stage. It's just that this big stage is getting very crowded. So, I'm not going to assume anything, you know, it it, trips has been on a hiring spree as of late, bringing back some former people. Um, I don't think juice would ever entertain that maybe bandito would. Um, You'd like to think that hopefully trips would treat uh, the talents of someone like bandito a little differently than Vince would. This is wrestling. Never assume anything, like I say. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's, you know, <clears throat> we, we we all can't get our favorites on TV at the same time because then it would just be ridiculous. So, but, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, oh, here we go. Bells Boy says, uh, he's going to face Brian Danielson. He's talking about Jericho here. Jericho is going to face Brian Danielson at the Toronto show. That's what it is. Thank you. On October 12th, Senor Jabon Thank you, boy. Appreciate that. Much love. So, um, so yeah. I mean, overall, like, the wrestling was fine. Some of the storylines are a little like, the women's stuff is a little... Like, the, the wrestling is fine. Tony Storm versus Serena Deeb is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But when you got women like Britt Baker coming out there and talking against Soraya, and then Soraya is just left sitting there like... <laughs> But she was nervous too, so that didn't help, you know. And Britt Baker's really been honing her craft. She can go out there and cut a promo on pretty much anyone. I'm not going to call her the best, but she's good. Um. But then Soraya did finally make the match, the uh, Lumber Jill match. So you know she she put the period at the end of the sentence at least. So. <laughs> but but let me know. Are you are you are you still holding out? You know, in in the hopes that Soraya will wrestle for AEW, or would you as a wrestling fan, a fan of AEW and their women's division, would you rather see Paige do something similar to what she did in WWE where they made her the commissioner or the general manager or whatever you want to call it of the women's division? But then, of course, it just means we're gonna get a match between Soraya and Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Uh, well, Bell's Boys holding out for a hero, LOL. yeah, <laughs> cue the song, yes. Um so yeah, o- overall, I enjoy the the wrestling a lot, you know, mocks defending his title, Jericho, defending his title, whether you like Jericho as the ring of honor title, Jericho, in my professional podcasting opinion, is still one of the best today. He can still kick it with the younger Lucia Libre guys. So, um, good stuff, good stuff. Um, Yeah, let me know what what was your favorite part in uh, the comments or if you're watching this. On a replay, uh, leave it in the comments. What was your uh, favorite part of the show? What did you like? What didn't you like? Let me know. Start the conversation out. So, all right, that's going to do it for this one. Hour-long, short and sweet. Boom. Your Wednesday is complete. And we'll see you tomorrow night over on that other little sponsored podcast now by you-know-who. I'm not going to get into that. We'll save that fun for tomorrow night. Uh, over on Total Nonstop stop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans. And um, I don't know who's going to be joining me. We'll see. But uh, nonetheless, we'll have fun. Uh, it'll be great. And because uh, we're on the, uh, the countdown to Bound for Glory or the road to Bound for Glory, where I'm not going to be on the countdown. That that wouldn't be fair to say. I, I, don't, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be standing in the ring like, all right, now what? That'd be pretty scary. So we'll see you tomorrow night. Much love. On your way out, don't forget to smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Good night, folks. Take care be safe.